0: In this JAMD shortcast, Dr. Arti Selvanathan discusses his work, N-acetylglutamate synthase deficiency with associated 3-methylglutaconic aciduria, a case report, published in July 2022. Hi there, thank you for giving us the opportunity to discuss our recent case report on N-acetylglutamate synthase deficiency and its association with 3-methylglutaconic aciduria in our patient, the first published case to our knowledge of such an association. We report a four-day-old boy who initially presented with respiratory distress. Over the preceding 36 hours, he had a gradual clinical deterioration, initially with poor feeding and then progressive lethargy, and had not woken for feeds in the 12 hours prior to presentation. He was poorly responsive, with delayed capillary refill, and had marked tachypnea and work of breathing, with abnormal posturing and hypotonicity of his upper limbs. The initial blood gas showed a metabolic acidosis with failure of respiratory compensation. The baby was intubated and ventilated and transferred to the nearest tertiary paediatric centre where the serum ammonia level was noted to be markedly elevated at 1712 micromoles per litre. Standard treatment was commenced with benzoate and arginine loading infusions as well as haemofiltration but despite this, the ammonia level was still 500 micromoles per litre after 24 hours and only normalised after 48 hours of therapy. Plasma amino acid analysis showed the typical pattern of raised glutamine and low citrulline suggesting a proximal urea cycle defect. Urine organic acid analysis showed no significant elevation in orotate, narrowing the differential to either CPS1 deficiency or NAG's deficiency. Interestingly, in the urine there was also 3-methylglutaconic aciduria, 5 times the upper limit of normal, as well as the presence of increased Krebs cycle intermediates. Serum lactate and alanine were also elevated, and in combination, this biochemistry was consistent with secondary mitochondrial dysfunction. The 3-methylglutaconic aciduria improved, along with the other biochemistry, once treatment had been instituted. Next generation sequencing identified biallelic pathogenic variants in NAGS consistent with the diagnosis of NAGS deficiency. Previously, 3-methylgluticonic aciduria has been identified in multiple cases of CPS1 deficiency, but not, to our knowledge, in any reported cases of NAGS deficiency. We published this case to demonstrate that 3-methylgluticonic aciduria cannot be used to distinguish these two conditions, and that molecular testing or a trial of carglumic acid is required. There are now many conditions that are known to cause through methylgluticonic aciduria, including numerous small molecule disorders. In the majority of these, the underlying pathophysiology is nonspecific secondary mitochondrial dysfunction. Altered mitochondrial metabolism results in increased NADH in the inner mitochondrial space. This in turn inhibits the Krebs cycle and causes accumulation of acetyl-CoA. The three terminal enzymes of leucine catabolism all catalyse reversible reactions and so this acetyl-CoA is able to be converted to 3-methylglutaconic acid and subsequently is excreted in the urine. When viewed in its entirety, the biochemical findings in our patient point towards this same mechanism where the 3-methylglutaconic acid urea is a secondary finding due to altered mitochondrial metabolism. This biomarker may be an indicator of more severe metabolic decompensation, however this needs to be studied further in other patients with NAGS deficiency to determine whether this is the case or not. If you'd like to read our research, please visit the JRMD Reports webpage or click on the link in the podcast description. Thank you for listening.